This is the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt, brought to you by T.P. Howard's Plumbing. Hey, this is Josh Howard with T.P. Howard's Plumbing. There's nothing worse than a plumbing emergency. Today we have Ronnie Potter Bowers, a.k.a. Pretty Ronnie. Ronnie's been here around three years, works in our service division. So you got a story about why they call you Pretty Ronnie? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, so I got the name Pretty Ronnie about 20 years ago in Chapel Hill. Um, after watching a movie some might know, it's called The Mac with Pretty Ricky in it. And if you remember, Pretty Ricky introduces himself as, I'm Ricky, but uh, Pretty Ricky's what they call me. So I watched that. I was in a restaurant and I was hanging out with one of the older cooks one night at his house. And we watched this like crazy, funny movie. And the next day there was a new hostess in and she came in and was like, hi, I'm Stephanie or whatever. I said, I'm Ronnie, but uh, Pretty Ronnie what they call me. And from that day on, I was pretty Ronnie to those guys. Like, they refused to call me anything else. Uh, That's where pretty Ronnie came from. Pretty Ronnie. So, no more morning routine because, you know, I think the only difference we've found so far is do you brush your teeth? In the morning? Yeah. When I remember. Man, we got to get good at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you brush before you go to bed, though? Absolutely. Because I brush them with my daughter. Oh, there you go. Oh, so She's not brush in the morning when teeth, I leave. She brushes her teeth? Well, I brush my teeth with her to encourage her to not have teeth like me. Do you do the two-minute thing? Absolutely. The timer's on the toothbrush. Yeah, timer's on the toothbrush. <laughs> so, like, my kid will brush one side until the timer goes off, and that's all you get, you know? Oh, yeah, well, that's part of the reason we, we brush together. Yeah. You know, we have a whole routine. It buzzes. All right, time to go left. Time to go bottom. You know, do the whole quadrant thing. <laughs> Super dad, it? you know. Yeah. Yeah. Every other night, though. Every night. Every night. But you got to put them to bed. I, every put her, other night. I, I read to her and put her to bed every other night. Don't tell anybody that. <laughs> Especially your wife. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to high school? Um, I grew up in the middle of the state in a little town called Mebane, um, right outside of Chapel Hill. Went to Orange High School, home of the Panthers. Whoop, whoop. Um, uh, Mebane was a real small town when I lived there. A lot like Mayberry, you know, three stoplights, one grocery store, I think two or three gas stations in the township. But now they have a Walmart and everything. And wow. everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's probably 25 chain drive-throughs. Mebane's actually one of the only places that I know of that the manufacturing sector has increased. There's a huge manufacturing sector. Big businesses moved in and stuff. And uh, they've done well, but it's not the same little town. So tell us, you were telling me a story on Monday, and that's really one of the reasons I wanted you on here is, tell us a story about, I guess you were homeless? All right, yeah, so, uh, when I was 16, I was like a lot of young men, you know, and I knew everything. I had it all figured out. <laughs> just ask me, I, I, I'll tell you. Um, and so that led to me um, sleeping in my car in like Walmart parking lots and things like that at night, you know. And I had this buddy who's a friend of mine, like all the way from uh, kindergarten. We were like four years old, right? And uh, I went over to his house one day and was... Uh, I was helping him do something. I think I think we were putting brakes on a car or something like that. And uh, I asked his mother if I could wash clothes and stuff while I was there. And I guess 
she figured out something was going on and told my buddy's dad Dallas about it when he got home he kind of asked me what was going on and I told him I was outdoors you know but I got into it with my with my pops and stuff and I'd stormed off kind of mad you know and uh so he didn't really say much about it. They asked me to stay for dinner afterwards. Of course, Miss Gloria, I'll stay for dinner. Stayed, had dinner, got my clothes ready, all folded up, ready to head out the door. Told them thank you, all of that. And uh, I'm walking out, and Dallas asked me, so he says, boy, where are you going? You know, And I said, I don't know, probably Walmart or Food Line parking lot, something like that, somewhere where there's lights to sleep under, you know? And he just pointed to the back. He was like, now you know there's a bedroom back there. and just like that i got to sleep inside and take hot showers again you know there was a little catch though dallas was a he was uh he was kind of old school country guy you know and he told me he said there's there's just a few rules here at this house boy he said you can go to school five days a week and work with me on saturdays he said or you can work with me six days a week i don't really care which one you can pick he said and my wife doesn't carry anything except her pocketbook in this house you understand like no groceries, no wood, no kindling, no nothing, just her pocketbook. And I thought that was a pretty good trade to be able to take a hot shower and sleep inside. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And uh, Dallas was actually a plumber, and that was like my first taste of the plumbing trade. I didn't really know what I was doing. I just was, you know, I was his like, I mean, he called me the snake doctor and stuff like that because he'd send me under these really, really primo places down east, you know. And just, you'd have to dig your way through and stuff like that. When we were younger, we were all a little smaller and you could do that. But, um, yeah. And then I got away from it for a long time. I was, I was a chef for almost 20 years. I went to culinary school and did all of that and traveled around, worked out west on, in the Pacific Northwest for a while and did some small end stuff, things like that. And became a dad and uh all of a sudden the restaurant life was not what i wanted anymore it didn't really work um so i kind of thought back to dallas and uh dallas drove nice cars lived in a paid for house when he wanted to go somewhere he did it and he was a plumber so i was like you know what maybe i'll try plumbing for a little bit and uh i think I don't think that uh, the Howards know this, but I applied to Haynes twice before I came over here, oh and they God. wouldn't take me. They <laughs> right. wouldn't take me. So then I looked around, and uh, really, I think I Googled uh, plumbing companies in North Carolina, and I looked at websites, and I was like, well, this one has more than one page, and it works. <laughs> so I was like, these guys might have it together, and, and I just drove over here one afternoon, and uh, I, think, I think you interviewed yeah, me that afternoon, yeah. yeah. And uh, I've been here for about three years since then. And then you named... Oh. Oh, yeah. One, uh, Dallas was... Uh, Dallas was such a big... A big inf- Dallas saved my life as a young man. So when, when I had a son, I wanted to name him after him, but I just could not bring myself to name him Dallas, you know, because of the Cowboys. <laughs> so I, named, I used his middle name. His middle name was Anderson, and that's what we call my son these days. And uh, I think that because of that, that name carries a lot of, a lot of expectation with it for me. If he's going to carry that name, then he has to be a man of like integrity and um, courtesy, um, but, but also um, kind of a stern man, you know, somebody who will hold you to the fire or eventually he'll be that way you know he'll be able to hold somebody to the fire hold people accountable too because 
that that was that was one of the things about Dallas. He took care of me and he helped me out, but uh, he didn't he didn't baby me, you know. Um, he worked me and, and he told me when I was wrong and and I really needed that. Um, it's probably the real the first real father I had, you know, or the one first one I recognized. I think so. He was a big deal for me. Yeah, and that and that's probably the. A big reason I came over here to plumbing is, you know, something to tell you, you know, you want to be like those guys that that teach you and say, show you what to do and those guys you respect. So that might have had something to do with it. Right on. So how'd you get to Asheville? Um, so we came to Asheville. My wife and I moved here. Well, before we were married, we moved here for me to go to AB Tech to go through culinary school because I was working at, around Chapel Hill as a you know, as a line cook kind of guy, but um, I was pretty good at it. And um, and the other thing was where I'm from, where where I'm from, that's where I grew up. And uh, and everybody knows me there, and they know my my name and my family name, and that that carries a an expectation with it. And it's not always a good expectation. So coming up here to Asheville, where nobody knew Ronnie Bowers. I got to be the man that I wanted to be. I didn't have to worry about anything that anybody already knew about me or people that sounded like me or looked like me or anything like that. You know what I mean? Right, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it worked for me. I think, I mean, you know, I think I'm a good guy. You know, I work hard. I, I'm a pretty good dad. Um, my kids seem to like me. My wife stayed with me, you know. Um, yeah. I don't. I still have a job. I haven't been fired yet, so, so I, got, I got a few things going for me. I think it was a good decision. So how did yeah. you meet your wife? Uh, we worked at um, Hams in Chapel Hill, which is now a mellow mushroom. Um, first time we met, she had dreadlocks. Um, it was it was a wild time, but you know <laughs> she was in college and, and young, and and I was uh, in Chapel Hill having fun with people that were in college and young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah and somehow it stuck i always said like we dated for a little over five years before i asked her to marry me because i wanted to give her plenty of time to leave because there's no reason a woman like that should be with me and then she stuck with you yeah really i mean i don't know what it, i think it's she's probably just a glutton for punishment you know she just, <laughs> she just likes to take the tough road <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about this before the podcast but what do you like to do outside of work well I don't know these guys over here at Howard's push you don't get much time out. No, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding uh, outside of work I got two kids at home and I've got a I've got a, a place with a little bit of land out in Leicester and uh, really what I do most of the time is I mean I just try and I put a real effort to hang out with my kids a little bit because I didn't grow up with a dad, right? So it's a big deal for me. I try and like I like Tuesdays is my afternoon with my son. That's boys' night, and then my daughter and I try and set up little dates here and there whenever it works with her schedule, you know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I try and work on the house, man. Uh, we're we're trying to uh, get our field straightened out where it'll be a good pasture so we can get some some animals in there for the kids and stuff like that and start uh, putting that stuff in our freezer ourselves and stop relying on the, the grocery machine so much. But it's a whole other thing. I know a place where you can get a pig. 
a have, pig. Yeah, we have some pigs down here for sale. Uh, yeah, so a pig is one animal I don't want. <laughs> I, I want some like easy to keep animals, some chickens and some <laughs> sheep, stuff like that. Um, I don't want to have to chase a pig. I want, I want stuff that if it gets out or if I lose it, it doesn't cost me a ton of money. <laughs> you know, this is this is supposed to be a side project, and I'd eat up 25 hours a week, hopefully. Hopefully. It's, it's never like that. I know, but I can hope. You can. You can I can hope. dream. So you still, I know a couple years ago you were clearing those fields and building a fence. Yeah, well, clearing down all the fences. And I built, I had to build a huge fence around the garden to keep the deer out and stuff. I live out off of Turkey Creek. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the wildlife seemed to do well out there. I mean, they, they sure see they, they like coming to our house and eating all our green beans and stuff. Right. So, uh, so we tried to build a fence up there, but you know, I don't know if you know it or not, but deer can jump like 10 feet. So like what we think is a fence is just a, a hurdle to so them. How high did you build the fence? So I'm at like eight feet now and they can still get in. Man. Now, they may be getting in some other way. I don't know. Like, I'm not a professional fence builder, man. I, I plumb for a living. So it's, so it's like my fence at the house. You got a little bit of wood and you got some chicken wire. Then you got PVC with some oh, yeah. uh, but tennis net on top of that. Yeah, yeah but, I got, but I've got lots of bailing wire holding it together. So it should be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's everybody's fence and you got to keep oh. keep doing it keep doing it you know no my fence is knocked down from the deer that are out here from where they've jumped over it and you can see where they've either tripped yeah uh, you should video it you should put it you yeah, need to put a camera a out there put it out there yeah see how they're getting in see yeah. how big they are well we i mean you're we, feeding them you know there's gotta yeah. be a give yeah. Or take there. yeah so that's something i'm working on too i got my daughter talked in to let me shoot a deer and turkey like right there at the house to keep them out of her garden right but the deal is that she won't let me use a guy. I have to do it with a boat. And I don't know if you've ever tried to turkey hunt much. It's pretty hard to turkey hunt with a boat. I've never. But, but those are the rules that the lady laid down, so I have to follow them. So, I don't know. I mean, if you feed them enough, they'll come close enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm just, I'm just going to dress myself up like a tomato plant. Well, no, if you feed them every day, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Just oh, the yeah. garden. If you just leave the garden open, they just come in there and hang out, and they see you, and you see them, and you just move on. You know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. We put a lot of work in that garden to feed those deer and turkeys. I think they need to, <laughs> need to give back a little bit. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should know what they were fed, so you know they're good. Yeah, yeah. They're they're all free range and natural. That's for sure. Have you ever had a wild turkey? Oh yeah, absolutely. I grew up hunting and fishing a lot. I just kind of got out of up here when we moved up here. I moved away from like all of my family and family connections and stuff like that. I just don't have, I hadn't found like a good land access or somebody who would, you know, that could work out a good deal with the hunt yet, so. I don't like, I don't like wild turkey. I, I don't either. I don't like turkey in general. Yeah, I can't but, stand turkey. But, I, but I'll eat one if it's wild, you know what I mean? I mean, if you kill it, yeah, you're gonna, definitely yeah. gonna eat it, but I just, I don't, you know. Yeah, I don't know why people. I don't like to eat. Well, and that made a little aside, right? So I was a I was a chef. Like the reason I came to Asheville was to go to culinary school, right? And since we're talking about turkey, we don't like it. I just want to pose a question. 
I do never understood why our major feast, Thanksgiving, is based around the worst possible meat, turkey. I agree. Like, I've never understood. I would rather have a meatloaf than a turkey. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I you haven't had my meatloaf, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love meatloaf. I mean, our family, we do a prime rib. I think this year we did beef tenderloin. We, yeah. we skipped the turkey just yeah, so for I'm that down, reason. Yeah, I'm down for that. You know, I've had a couple good turkeys from Bojangles. <laughs> yeah, not from anybody's house, though. That was Jake's contribution to Thanksgiving was the, the Bojangles turkey. Oh, yeah? And it's really good. Nice. Well, you know, I guess if you you, you put enough uh, special seasoning on anything, it's edible, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it, was like, it was tender. It wasn't dry, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, it was good. They must have microwaved it instead of baking it. Well, sure. But, you know, if that's what it takes, that's what we're going to do next <clears throat> Cut it all in there and just shove it in the microwave. So... Why? I guess I'll give you some background, and I'll ask you this question. So, so Ronnie worked here two and a half years. Came in one morning and told me that he was going somewhere else to work. Um, and where he told me he was going, I didn't really agree with, and that was fine. I let him know that, and and he left. Um, and and you came back about nine weeks later, right? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it wasn't very long. And uh, which I'm very glad you did. And. Um, so why why do you, why did you choose to work at TP Howard? All right, so there's a there are a few reasons, right? Um, the the first reason, the number one reason, right, is um, I can work whenever I want to work here. Not like I can take all the days off I want, right? You know, everybody has to work Monday through Friday, right. your regular yeah. schedule, right? But I put a lot of effort into having my afternoons with my kids, right? And that works for me here. Because I can pick up double time calls at night. I can work on Saturdays whenever I want. I can work on Sundays. So I can still make those hours and preserve that afternoon with my kids, right? And that is really important to me. And that's something that I'm able to do here. That's that's one big draw for me. Um, another one is, believe it or not, how organized we are here. <laughs> Has anybody ever told you that before? That this place is a... I've heard people say it isn't, but they need to go somewhere else for a few minutes. Because, um, I mean, I I can go to the shed, I can get any copper fitting, any PEX fitting, any size pipe, plastic, copper, PVC, schedule, like, what do you need? We got it over here, right? And, And if we don't have it, or if there's something not here that I need, even like a tool of some sort, you know what I mean? And there's a job that I needed to do. We just go get it. We figure it out. We make it happen. Or somebody's got one that I can pick up. Um, working for a larger company like this, there, there's a lot more support for somebody like me who's new to plumbing. And I'm out in the field, you know. I don't have just like the guy who holds the license that I have to call. You know, like here, I, I mean, I've got six or eight guys with, I mean, I don't know, 20 or so years experience a piece that I can call and ask questions every day you know and that that support of of having the 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 folks with all of the experience and the background and having like a, a stocked shop you know so I can feel organized and put together on my truck when I go in front of the customer because I'm not having to go to the <clears throat> supply house and 
fight to get stuff and bills aren't paying and all of this kind of thing you know what i mean um so it's just it's a little smoother for me working here in the morning um it's easier for me to get my truck ready on monday and work through the week without hiccups and i feel more productive because our our organizational systems that we have in place and uh and number two man is like i don't know like i just kind of like it over here like i mean pat's a cool old dude you know he's always got a joke for you in the morning like he asks you about <laughs> your kids and stuff you know and, and you feel like he he means it he like waits for you to answer before he turns around and walks off you know right um i don't know i mean hell i went to jake's house and cut wood to take to my house because i burn wood and stuff you know what i mean like there's there's a lot of like i would I wouldn't say I feel like family here because that's a stretch, but I definitely feel like I'm, I'm definitely a friend to the Howards. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. And, yeah. uh, and, and that's obvious. I feel like, you know, you guys take care of us, um, those of us who produce in a way that um, <laughs> is, I'm, that I'm very happy with. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think that I'm going anywhere anymore, and that's an official record right now. <laughs> All right, that's why you brought me in here. Isn't you trying to get me on tape? No, I just no. enjoy. You know, we yeah. were having a conversation the other day, and I just enjoy talking to you. I enjoy getting a little deeper with you know, and, and get, digging into your life a little bit. We were talking about our kids, and we have uh, my youngest daughter and your daughter are the same age, roughly, and. And we're going kind of through the same stuff right now. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And it's it, it's like identical, and, and you think you're the only person going through this with your kid, but you're not. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, so it was just it was good to hear what's going on with yours and some of the same thing, and try to okay, well, yeah, we got our own little support group going for yeah. these dads <laughs> raising and I'm, and girls. I'm sure there's a few more people here that got you know. I, dude, I'm gonna tell you something else that's awesome about this place, right? You talked about having kids, right? Dude, I bring my little boy up here sometimes and let him crawl around machines and stuff. We'll crank a dump truck up. He gets to pick the bed up. I mean, dude, we yeah. got we got like little pigs, these little black-haired pigs down here. We got chickens. We got little mini donkeys and stuff. Dude, my kids love yeah. coming over here. They think it's like a field trip. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, your son and my son, they were up petting the little donkey yeah. a few weeks back. And dude, how many just other people it? get to do that at work? Yeah. Like you take your kids to work and everybody's happy to see them, asking them if they've done the fun things. Oh, yeah, go do that instead of like, you know, he's not going to be in your way, is he? Get him yeah. out of here. That's a lot, you know. Yeah, but I think our, our kids are part of our life. Yeah. Right? And I don't I don't care, you know, like kids are number one. Like yeah. we come to work for our kids. Yeah, bingo. Right? And so that's that's the most important part of our lives, you know. And if you can't, your kids can't enjoy where you work too, you know. Then what's the point? Right. I mean, you know, I know all works aren't like this, but well, and, and you know, that, we've said a lot of good things about TP Howards. I want everybody to think that it's just you just come over here and like kind of hang out in the sun, and you know, you just kind of ease through your days and stuff. Like we do a lot of hard work over here, heavy, hard stuff that's stressful and draining, right? But when you've got like a good team, you know, when you're not the only one doing that. When there's other guys right next to you working just as hard and pushing and doing that, then then you you feel good about being part of something and doing something. You know, you don't feel like an island out there. Well, I mean, and, it's, it's to me, it's part of you know doing something bigger than yourself right. for all of us. You know, being part of something that's you know 
that we're all a part of. Right. And we're all building to get there, no matter what position you're in. Right. You know, that's how I feel. You know, it takes everyone. It's not just me. It's not just you or you. It takes everybody to accomplish what we all want to accomplish. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't. I don't get to the. I don't get to the service calls without Josh answering the phone and um, Eddie pulling permits and Jay checking up on me to make sure I did all my paperwork and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. You're like, we've all we've all got a different role, but without everybody showing up and doing it, then nobody can do anything. Yeah, man. and I think a lot of times too, people don't understand that it takes a lot of people to make yeah. to make this go, to make each one of us successful. Yep. All right, so we'll, we'll wrap this thing up, but last question. What drives you? Well, we touched on it, man, the kids. Like, I'm, I'm, I try to be a family man first. Like the, so the, the whole reason I'm over here plumbing too, right, is like I kind of – I got – my wife ain't going to like this, but I kind of got an ultimatum in the kitchen life because the kitchen stuff was not working well with family, and it was, you know, it was one of those like pick a new family or pick a new job kind of thing. <clears throat> And, uh, I, dude, I'm keeping my family. I'm going to do whatever it is. So I came plumbing because I knew I could make enough money to support my kids, and I was hoping I could get my afternoons off. And that's worked out for me. And that, that is really the, the reason that I get up every morning is because I and come here early because I know that I'm going to get to see my kids again about 530, you know what I mean? I'm going to walk in that house, and they're going to, storm me and they're going to be loud and obnoxious and rambunctious <laughs> and I'm going to love it and hate it all at the same time you know? <laughs> yeah. but as long as I get to do that every day I'll come here every morning right on right on <laughs> <laughs> well good deal man I appreciate everything I'm glad you're back I'm yeah me too it's going well um, thanks for coming and sharing today and, uh, that concludes You've been listening to the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt. Find us on social media like Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search TP Howard Plumbing. Make sure to click the follow button on the podcast and give it a five-star rating if you like what you hear. 